Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we've got a winner. Yeah, make it three consecutive winning days on the podcast. We go five and one in college basketball. We had an opportunity to run the table, but Troy couldn't get it done against Texas State in the nightcap. We do have to claim a loser on the podcast. Our golf match play, it was ugly. Matthew Wolf shoots a 17 over for the tournament. That ties him for last place. He put more balls in the water on Thursday than I do in my average round, and I'm a three-digit golfer. Not good with Matthew Wolf. But now, let's move to the main event. It is our mega card in college basketball, 16 games on the docket. So we have a category this week, and we're going to lead off with home bubble teams against non-bubble teams. And we have six of these games. And we start in the Big Ten. It is Rutgers minus the two over Wisconsin. So Rutgers has beat everyone in the top eight of the Big Ten so far this year, including the win at Wisconsin. And yet they are still on the bubble. 16 and 11 overall, 10 and 7 in the Big Ten, and 13 and 2 at home. The Badgers, meanwhile, they're coming off the hard-fought win at Minnesota. They're currently tied for first at 13-4, and and they're a very impressive 8-2 on the road. But this is a storm-the-court type game for the Scarlet Knights. So I like Rutgers, minus the two over Wisconsin. Next up, we head to the Big 12. It is TCU, plus 5.5 over Texas Tech. So both of these teams have killed me this year. TCU is 6-8 and eight in the Big 12, 10-4 and four at home, and they lost by 9 at Texas last time out. Meanwhile, Texas Tech, they're 11-4 in conference, winners of four straight, and they've won 7 of 8, including a 13-point win over TCU the first time. The only flaw on the resume for the Red Raiders, they're only 3-5 and five on the road. So I'm banking on the Horned Frogs to keep it interesting today. So give me TCU plus the 5.5 over the double T. Next up, we go to the West Coast Conference. It is BYU minus 16 and a half over Pepperdine. So I don't like these types of lines, but I'm still going to play it. BYU is 11 and two at home. They beat LMU by 20 in their last. Pepperdine kept it within six the first time, but they're just, they are 0 and 12 on the road this year, and they've lost five straight. Losing isn't enough. We need them to get crushed. The Waves have lost 10 already this season by 15 or more, so that gives me a little hope. This is the last regular season game to impress the committee for BYU, before the conference tourney, that is, anyway. I think BYU runs it up today. I'm on the Cougars, minus the 16 and a half. Next up, we go to the Pac-12. It is Oregon, minus the two over USC. So I'm biased on this one. We cashed on the Ducks Thursday with the win over UCLA. We lost on USC with that overtime win at Oregon State. If both teams play like they did on Thursday, the Ducks win this one by 20. The Ducks have already beat the Trojans by 10 this year, and I've been a big Dane Altman fan since the 1999 Creighton team with Ryan Sears upset Louisville in the NCAA tournament. Call me Bill Walton. I get off topic when it comes to games in the Conference of Champions. I'm on Oregon, minus the two over USC. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Virginia, a bubble team, minus the eight over Florida State. Didn't expect to see these two teams at 11-7 and 7-10, and 7 and 10 respectively, in the conference this year. 
The Cavs are 10 and 5 at home, lost to Duke by four last time out. Virginia has still won five of seven and has marquee wins this year over Duke and Providence. Meanwhile, Leonard Hamilton is a great coach, but this hasn't been his year. The Seminoles have lost eight of nine with only one loss staying within five points. Virginia needs this one, so I'm going to take the Cavs minus the five over Florida State. Then we stay in the ACC, another bubble team, Wake Forest minus the eight and a half over Louisville. Wake should be fine, but they don't want to take any chances after that 11-point loss at Clemson. Louisville won the first meeting by four. Wake, though, is 14-2 and two at home. Louisville is only 2-8 and eight on the road. They've lost 11 of 13 overall, and of course, they have an interim head coach. Four of the last five losses for the Cardinals have been by seven or less. They haven't given up, but I like Wake to make a statement today. So I'm on the Demon Deacons, minus the five and a half, or eight and a half over the Cardinals. Next up, we go to the best of the rest in the Power Five. Four more games in the Power Five group. Here we go. It is in the Big 12. We like Oklahoma, minus the three over Oklahoma State. So a rivalry game today in Norman. The Sooners are just four and 11 in the Big 12, and they've lost four straight but it is in the best conference top to bottom in all of basketball. The last two home games for the Sooners, they lost by two to Texas, and they beat Texas Tech. The Cowboys won the first meeting by nine. The Sooners get revenge today. I like Oklahoma, minus the three over Oklahoma State. Next up, we go to the Big East. It is Marquette, minus the seven and a half over DePaul. Well, we have good Butler. We have bad Butler. Who do we get tonight? The Bulldogs are 6-12 and 12 in the Big East. Four of those wins were over DePaul and Georgetown. That's not saying much. Marquette was one of the other two, though, so that intrigues me. Nine of the 16 losses, though, for Butler have been by 15 or more. The only seven, or excuse me, the other seven have been by seven points or less. There's really no middle ground, no Tier 1 to Tier 2 blowouts. Marquette has lost four of six. No fooling around today. I like the Golden Eagles to separate early and cover the seven and a half over Butler. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is North Carolina minus the four at NC State. So the Tar Heels are still on the bubble, and this is a rivalry game. So that scares me. NC State is just four and 14 in the ACC, only seven and nine at home. The Tar Heels, though, they're six and three on the road, and they've actually won three straight games away from home. The Heels have won eight of 10. If you erase that ugly loss to Pitt, the resume actually looks pretty good. So I'm on Carolina minus the four at NC State. Next up, we go to the Big East. It is Providence minus the five over Creighton. So Providence won a crazy game on Wednesday. Indoor rain delay, three overtimes for Savior. Yeah, it doesn't get too much crazier than that. Will they have anything left in the tank tonight? Yes, these are college kids. And a win today, and they win the Big East title for the first time in school history. The Friars have potential injuries. Creighton is down a point guard. We know that. Ed Cooley gets his conference title today. I just hope he remembers to cover the five for me. I'm on Providence, minus the five over Creighton. Next up on the card, we go to the mid-majors. Six games in the mid-major category. Game number one, it is Colorado State plus the two and a half at Utah State. 
in the Mountain West. So my money will be on the Rams to win the conference tournament. The Rams have won six of seven. The lone loss was to UNLV in a game that crushed me. So I completely understand if you plan to fade this one after last Saturday's effort. The Rams beat Utah State by five the first time. The Aggies just ended a four-game losing streak by crushing New Mexico by 25. Utah State has already lost home games this year to Nevada, Boise State, Wyoming, UC Davis, and St. Mary's. I like the Rams, just like last Saturday, plus two and a half this time around. Next up, we go to the A-10. It is VCU minus the five and a half at UMass. So VCU is tied for second in the Atlantic 10, just a game behind Davidson with three to go. No one is playing better basketball than VCU in this league. The Rams have won six straight, and they're now eight and one on the road. UMass is up and down. They've lost conference home games to Duquesne, Rhode Island, George Mason, and George Washington. I think VCU can separate today. I'm on the Rams, minus the five and a half. Next up, we stay in the Atlantic 10. It is Dayton, minus nine and a half at LaSalle. So same story as VCU. Dayton is a good basketball team. Tied for second with VCU. Winners of five straight. And five of their last six wins have been by double digits. Let's not forget these guys beat Kansas this year as well. Then there's LaSalle. They're only seven and 18 this year. Losers of 10 of 11. Some respectable losses, but not enough for me to back them. I'm going to take the Flyers today, minus the nine and a half at LaSalle. Next up, we go to the Missouri Valley. It is Northern Iowa, plus the two and a half over Loyola of Chicago. So the conference title is on the line. It's the last game of the regular season before Arch Madness. Both teams are 13 and four in conference. The Ramblers embarrassed you and I on Super Bowl Sunday winning by 27. The Panthers then bounce back, winning the next three, including an impressive 20-point win over Missouri State. Next week means more with the ticket to the big dance on the line, but old-school Valley fans, I've said it all year, no one wants the defending conference champion to be in another league next year. This one is for the pride of the Missouri Valley. I'm cheering like mad for you and I, plus the two and a half today. Next up, we go to the Big West. It is Long Beach State plus the seven at UC Irvine. So UC Irvine has won seven of eight and in in very impressive fashion. But as most of you know, I'm a big Dan Munson fan. I said, don't sleep on the beach before the conference opener. They were picked eighth in the conference and they're currently leading it. Long Beach is 10 and two in conference, still up a half a game with three games to go. I think the 49ers are a team of destiny this year in the Big West. They beat the Anteaters by six in the first game. So I'm going to grab the seven tonight and stand up late to watch it cash. Then your final game of the card is in the big sky. It is Weber State minus the seven and a half at Northern Arizona. So I can't go without a big sky game tonight. Weber State has lost back-to-back games. So they're looking to regain some confidence. The Wildcats are 12 and six in conference, seven and five on the road. Meanwhile, the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona have lost four straight. They're just five and nine at home and just five and 12 in the conference. Weber State won the first meeting by 23. I just need eight tonight. I'll take Weber State minus the seven and a half. So let's recap the mega card. 
Your game to start the card is Rutgers minus the two over Wisconsin. Then we're on TCU plus the five and a half over Texas Tech. We like BYU minus the 16 and a half over Pepperdine. We're on the Ducks of Oregon minus the two over USC. We like Virginia minus the eight over Florida State. We're on Wake Forest minus the eight and a half over Louisville. We like Oklahoma minus the three over Oklahoma State. We're on Marquette minus the seven and a half over Butler. We like North Carolina minus the four at NC State. We're on Providence minus the five over Creighton. In mid-major land, we're on Colorado State plus the two and a half over Utah State. We like VCU minus the five and a half at UMass. We like Dayton minus the nine and a half at LaSalle. We're on Northern Iowa plus the two and a half over Loyola of Chicago. We're on the beach, Long Beach State plus the seven at UC Irvine. And we're on Weber State minus the seven and a half at Northern Arizona. So that's your card for Saturday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.